Hello, everyone. Okay, so I'm just going to get straight into it. So today, the title of my message is "Keeping the Passion." So, yeah, we want to get passionate tonight. So, if you like agree with anything, just cheer, please. Yeah. All right. So I've got Psalms 51:12. Give me back the joy that came when you first saved me. So I have three um, points I'll be talking. Don't get too comfortable. Staying connected with worship, and you will make the difference. All right. So. The first one is don't get too comfortable in this environment. So we don't want to be coming to church every week expecting the same thing day in, day out. Like we don't want that. We don't want to just be expecting the same thing to happen. It'll always be just the same thing. And with that, we don't want to have a predictable youth group that we don't want to be always known for having the same songs, the same message, the same games. We always want to be um, coming up with new ideas and having new things in it, like we have the gas, um, the smoke machine, that's a new thing added into our youth. And it's like we are called to be a large, relevant church. That we, we don't want to be just um, outdated. We want to be staying modern and keeping up so that people will get excited because our church and youth isn't... We, God doesn't want us to be boring and old. He wants us to be excited and have passion for worshipping him. And um, we... Also in our heart, we don't want to be we want to be coming with expecting hearts. That we we need to be excited for worship. We need to be excited when the preacher's preaching. We need to get we need to be agreeing and getting excited that we are worshiping him. And then I've got another Bible verse, Psalms 98, verse 4. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth, make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. That we need to be making a joyful noise, not a boring noise, like, yeah, I love you, Jesus. I love you. That we need to be shouting it, like showing him, like using our bodies, expressing it. Um, then that goes on to my second point, staying connected with worship, that we can't seem to forget the power of praise and worship, that we can't just make it a habit that every time we go to youth, that we just, we're just doing it because that's what you're meant to do. Like, that's what you do. Like, we need to make it so, like in grace, like sometimes I feel like we're just doing it out of habit, where we know we need to say we're thanking him for what he's given us when we do grace, that we, we're thanking Jesus, we're praising him, so we're, that, we're coming with expecting hearts to, like, to feel his presence in that. Um, and so that's like also in the Pentecost, um, they were all in one room praising and the Holy Spirit came and they were able to speak in tongues. Like we need to come together and praise him and make a joyful noise to him. Like when you're at a concert, like everybody's cheering and praising. Why can't we do that here? And we need to be praising him like it's our last time praising him. Because like he is so worthy of all the praise that we need to do it while we can. That it's like when we're young, we have all passion and energy that when we get older, we probably won't be able to do as many things as we can while we're young. And I heard this like, we, why don't we jump while we can jump? Why don't we... Um, praise or we can praise. God didn't give us God didn't give us a voice box to just not use it. He didn't give us legs so we could stay and still. He didn't give us hands so we could just keep them in our pocket. He gave us so we could praise. And it's James 4, 8, draw near to God and I'll draw near to you. That we need to keep having that relationship with him and keep and be wanting the Holy Spirit. And when we have the Holy Spirit, he's not going to leave us tired. He's going to help us have passion and joy and it's Matthew 7, 
7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. It's like we need to be coming with um, praise so that when we ask him and he will be giving it to us and things that don't seem that can happen in the natural will happen in the supernatural. Yeah. And then that makes on to my third point. You will make the difference. Yeah. You, Chelsea, will make the difference. You, Luke, will make the difference. You, Josh, will make the difference. That I say, don't go home complaining about the youth group, saying, oh, it's so bad, like, I don't like it. Like, I, I never go and I never have passion because it's just so boring. That we are the ones that make the difference. That we, if we want a drummer, you either go learn it or bring someone in that's going to be a drummer. Or don't, don't, like, say, oh, my, the youth group is so, like, boring like there's no one there like it's so small well then you go out invite people invite your friends get them in and if you have passion and we have the thing then people are going to want to do it and going to get excited when they're there so it's like I just want to say we are the ones that will make the difference whatever we make the youth group is what it's going the youth group is going to be like so uh, what I want you to leave is just don't get too comfortable always be wanting to make it better and making it more fun and enjoyable Get passionate in worship. We'll make the worship what we make it. Like this, tonight, it was so fun because that's what we made it fun. We have, and then you can make the difference. We are the only ones that will shape and form this youth group that we need to be doing that if we want to change the youth. And that's it. And now I'm going to tag team off to Charlotte. Hey guys, um, <laughs> um, so I have a glass of water in it and it's half, um, would you say it's half full or half empty if I didn't ask you? Half empty? Why would you say that? Why? Okay. Um, so imagine that the water is God and we are the glass. So, um, we may only get to see half of God, but he will slowly reveal to us more of him. Um, um, sometimes the water might get murky and go a bit disgusting, but when we go closer to him, he will clear the water so we can, he can reveal more to us. Um... um Romans 10, 10 to 11 says, For it is with the heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. So um, my second point here is that um, don't have expectations about God, about who he is. Um, so let's say like Liana has sinned. Maybe she stole a lolly or she lied to her parents. <laughs> Um, don't have an expectation that, expectation that that God is going to not forgive you. He's always going to forgive you because no matter what, He loves you. And also, God doesn't place favourites just because maybe He doesn't love Ellie more than Liana because Ellie plays the piano and Liana doesn't. <laughs> um. One John four eleven to twelve says that dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us. 
Um, and even if you, if you do have expectations, if you don't have expectations of God, then you're never going to be disappointed. Um, and my last point is that think of the water as half full, not half empty. Um, just to paint a picture in your head, think of the water as God's plan for you. And that sometimes you don't get to see the whole picture, but as you draw near to God and he will draw near to you, he'll show you more and more of his plan for you. So, yeah, we don't get to see the whole picture, but when we draw close to him, he shows us more and more and we get to see see the bigger picture of what God has planned for us. Um, Now I'd just like to hand it over to Ellie. Oh man, who's enjoying youth tonight? Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to talk to you guys tonight about, I'm going to talk about being content with the things that we have. So picture this, guys, a little kid walking into a, um, a big store and he finds a big teddy bear and just wants to like buy and hug it and have it for his own. But like after he buys that or his mum buys it for him, he goes into a next shop and says something else and thinks, oh, I want that as well. And every, like, and it goes on, like, he wants this and he wants that. But, like, and I'm not saying you can't, you can't like things and want to buy them, but, like, it's, it seems like the more things you want and the more things you buy, the more you get more unsatisfied with what you have. And in Ecclesiastes, who brought their Bibles? Yeah. <laughs> well, just turn to Ecclesiastes 1, 2. And it says, um, I'm in the wrong one. Um, it says, meaningless. Everything is meaningless, says the teacher. And that's kind of like saying the things we have in life are not, like, they're not really useful in, like, later. Like, yeah, and they won't really matter. But in Ecclesiastes 3.14, it says, I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it or nothing can be taken away. And so that's like saying if you have like clothes or technology and stuff, it won't matter in the later life. But if you have God, he will like take you through the good and bad times of your life. Like you don't have to worry about things. And so like... Next time when you're thinking, oh my goodness, like I don't have this, I don't have that, I need this and I'll never get that, just think, God is always there for you guys and you, like nothing can be added to it or taken away, like it's so amazing. And just remember like he will bring joy and peace to you, like and whereas none of the things on earth will ever do that. Like, God is so powerful. And I actually have something fun for you all to do. If Liana and um, Charlotte, just everyone get a piece of paper and then pass it on. So this is about a guy who's like really, really rich and just wants to spend all of his money and do everything. Yeah.
you say in a minute. Just tell me when you've all got a pace. Okay, so this rich guy has just so much money and just is just wants to um, have something that he's going to enjoy and want for the rest of his life. So if you just, so then he goes out and buys a boat. Yeah. Um, so fold the piece of paper like, like, <laughs> like this, like to make a boat. And then he like sailed around the world and went to places where he's always wanted to go and just had heaps of fun. But by the end of it, like during this time, he was thinking there's something missing in my life. See, I'm not, I'm not getting the whole picture of this. So then he sold his boat and bought a house. So what you do is you fold the corner down, so this corner down to the other corner, which is a lot of corners. What? If you don't get it, just ask. Yeah. So he bought a house, a big mansion, 10 story or 100 story, whatever you'd like to think of a great house. that had everything in it and he lived in it for, let's just say, two years. And but by the end of it, he was getting bored of what he had and he didn't like it anymore. So he sold his house and bought a plane. And so you fold your piece of paper in half and make it into the plane. But when you're folding the corners, fold the corners right down to the bottom. Like the wings, I mean. The wings right down to the bottom, the edge of the paper. Yeah, no, it's all good. I did it before. And yeah. So once you've done that, yeah, so he bought a plane, flew the whole world and had fun, had parties and yeah, but he still, he felt like there was something missing in his life, like there was a hole that wasn't filled yet. So he went back and he found one of his friends and he's like, why isn't any of this stuff making me happy? Like, what's going to make me happy? So the guy asked him to church and he went along to church and got saved and found out that God will give um, us join every circumstance. So now what you do is the, you rip the wings off of the piece of paper. Just the wings. Don't rip anything else off. And God will give you peace and joy. <laughs> so yeah, see, and like during the week, just if you are going out with your friends or something or you're going to a party or something, maybe just like spend time with God and ask him what he wants for your life and just, yeah. So yeah.
Now I'd like to hand over to...